You're listening to the Audacious Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at our Chester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. And uh, welcome to our new series. Can I hear it? Ooh. Yes, we've got a new series. It's called At The Movies. At The Movies. And when I was sent the preaching rocher and I heard what um, movies we're going to be using, I was like, give me Rocky. Please, Lord, give me Rocky. To which you were like, I'm surprised you've even seen it, Josh. That's way before your time. But no, when I was ill, we used to watch Rocky all the time. It was like, you know when you're sick and you're just like, want to put something on. And uh, so I grew up loving, loving Rocky. Who doesn't love a story where it's a rise of a champion to overcome everything? Such a good film. And uh, yeah, I was blessed and I was given Rocky, which I jumped up and down and uh, praised the Lord for. And uh, we're going to be using this movie. We're not going to be preaching on it, but we're going to be preaching to help illustrate the journey of becoming a champion. And my prayer is that God speaks to every single one of us in a personal, clear way, in a way that could be undeniably God. So we're going to pray in a moment, but my prayer is that we all leave encouraged, empowered, and in the truth that the power of the champion is in you. The power of the champion is in you. So I'm going to pray. God, right now, we just acknowledge your presence, Holy Spirit. We pray that you open our hearts, God, that you turn our ears in a way that we can hear from you right now. Holy Spirit, come and speak through me, God. Help me draw out what you want to say to this amazing church here in Chester. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you. We thank you for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name, everybody said. Amen. So before we watch Rocky in church, which I think is pretty cool, can't lie. Uh, we don't even watch Rocky in youth. In like, so, you know, church is winning right there. I want to read some Bible. And we're going to anchor this in the Bible. So we're going to anchor it in Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. And it says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially sin that trips us up. So good. Let us run with endurance the race God has set out before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects faith because of the joy awaiting him. He endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now, now, right now, he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Come on. That teaches us that Jesus is the champion, that it's his power that is within us. So it's the power of the champion. It is Jesus' power that is within us right now. So true, isn't it? Whenever we see Sylvester Stallone in any film, I go, oh, it's Rocky. The marketing was on point. But we can see from the start of that trailer that Rocky isn't doing good. What pride? I ain't got no pride, Mickey. What about me? In them... He's on the down and out. He's not doing good. We see this from the opening scene. The opening scene. Is everyone, you've seen Rocky, just so I know in the room who we're speaking to. Come on, be brave. There's got to be more of you. In in the opening scene, it is dark, right? 
It's like you can see Rocky moping around, chucking his ball, catching it. He is like living the, on the scraps of tough man. He's a debt collector. He's going around collecting debt for people. He is not doing good. I, someone who says, I ain't got no pride. What pride? Clearly isn't doing very well, are they? Rocky isn't doing good. And we've all been there. We've all been in times, been in moments where we felt like, we ain't got no pride either, Rock. And um, we felt, like he always says it in the film, like a bum. Living in a... I was all right. I've been practicing that all week, not going to lie. And uh, <laughs> you drew it out of me. Thank you. Thank you. I ain't got no pride, Mick. What pride? <laughs> but we've all been there, haven't we? Living in a lack of opportunity or living in the consequence of bad decisions. Like Rocky is all the way through that opening thing. And at the end of the trailer, next voice, and his life hangs on a one of a million shots. His life was hanging on a once in a million shot. But I just want to speak to us all in the room right now and tell you that that is not the case for you. Your life does not hang in a once in a million shot. Every single one of us was created on purpose, for purpose. We always say it in all days, Yashif, we are seen and we are known. There is a God that created us. You do not need to live your life out on a whim for a man to come along and hand you the one opportunity that changes your future. The power of the champion is in you. The power of Jesus is is in you. But there is tension, right? There is a tension point here because if we choose to stay in that narrative like Rock, if you choose to stay there and he didn't take the opportunity, he wouldn't see any change. To see change, we need to want to see change. To have change, we need to want to have change. We're not created to live on the down and out. You've got to want something to change. You've got to want to know your purpose, why God put you on the planet, and that's where you'll find it. But be encouraged. You were not created to live on the down and out, to hang on for a one in a million shot. The power of the champion is in you. Ephesians 1, 18 to 21 says this. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. The same power as the mighty strength that exerted when he raised Christ from, the de from death, the same, not half of it, not a quarter of it, not a little bit of it, but the exact same power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand of heavenly realms, far above any rule and authority, power and dominion in every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, the past age that was in the Bible, but the age to come, the age that we're living in now, the same exact power. The power of the champion is in you. Jesus is in you. So what do champions do? How do we release the champion that's inside of us? Rocky has a moment where opportunity comes knocking. Comes knocking on the door. But he had to seize the opportunity that was in front of him to release the champion. If he didn't fight Apollo, if he didn't take that opportunity, we wouldn't know who Rocky was. We wouldn't even know who Sylvester Stallone is. 
And half of us don't know who he is. We only know who Rocky is. <laughs> it's true. In, Jesus had the exact same moment of opportunity. An opportunity to not just define his future or the future around him, but all of ours. All of our futures, all of our freedom. In, in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus recognizes this moment. A moment of pure opportunity. And that's our first point, is recognize the opportunity. Jesus recognized the opportunity that was in front of him. And the Bible says this, he went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. He said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. That's some heavy sorrow. Stay here. Keep watching me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, please, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. There's a moment of realization that, yeah, it is not my will, but as you will. Jesus recognized the moment. He recognized the higher plan mapped out, not just for himself, but the whole of humanity. It was an opportunity not just for him, but for everyone. It was an opportunity of a lifetime moment. There's a quote by Leonard Ravenhill that says, the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within the lifetime of the opportunity. Which is one that I think we can all take hold of, right? The opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within the lifetime of the opportunity. Jesus took the opportunity while he had the moment to go to the cross, to endure all he endured so that we can live in freedom so that we can be sat here today praising, worshipping, in community, cheering each other on, championing each other on. He did it. He ran the race of endurance. We need to run it as well. Run the race that God set before you. Keep your eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects faith. As Christians, as believers, we we recognize, don't we, that it's not in our strength that we see this. And that's why we're preaching this message today. And we've anchored this in what we've anchored it in, in Jesus. Because it is Jesus' strength, Jesus' power that is within us that we see breakthrough through the Holy Spirit. It is in Jesus' power that we can realize the champions within ourselves and see the church come to life. It is Jesus that is the champion within us. You need to release the power of the champion in you by recognizing and seizing the opportunities that are in front of you. No matter how challenging, daring, daunting they are. Because when we've got Jesus, it's his strength. It's his responsibility. We lean into him when we step into opportunity. Run with endurance. Eyes fixed on the champion recognizing the opportunities in front of us. Opportunities challenge us. Opportunities demand something of us. It's where we respond with Jesus. We respond with his power. The greatest challenges for Jesus was the cross, but it was also the greatest opportunity for all of mankind. The power of the champion is in us. 
Opportunities demand a response. When an opportunity comes out with Rocky, he had to respond. He had to act. He had to give something. Why is so good? We see him respond, don't we? We see him respond in training. He doesn't respond by more debt collecting, more of what he has been doing, but he responds with change. He responds with hard work. He responds with getting some pain in there and making a change and doing something about it. He knows if he lives the same way when the opportunity comes, he will not be able to release the champion that is within him. We need to change when the opportunity comes. Paul writes it like this in Corinthians, that everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Come on, our crown will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like Rocky, a boxer, beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and I make it a slave. So that after I have preached to others... I myself will not be disqualified from the prize. Church, I want to encourage us, our prize isn't a big church. Our prize isn't an Instagrammable, massive youth ministry. No, our prize is being seated in heaven with Jesus. That is our prize. When we see big church and what we're training for is transformation in people's lives. We're training to create an environment where every young person and every person can realize and live in a reality where they are a champion with a purpose and a plan on their lives. This is what we're training for, church. This is what we're getting ready for. This is why we're here. This is what we're bringing for. Champions are made in the training and proven in the ring, in the 1%, in the... 1% of the whole process, they're proven in the ring, but they are made in training camp. And I want to just rustle some feathers and let us know that the breakthrough that you expect when you come here on a Sunday starts when you open your Bible on a Monday. The parents, the children that you want to see in youth and you want to see living in salvation, knowing the Jesus that you know, it starts when you first surrender them to Jesus. Church, the revival that we're believing for Together, it starts on our knees. It starts with surrender. Where are we? What is our response to the opportunities that God's given us? Paul writes about strict, intentional habits, routines, future focused behaviors, and good choices. Our second point is to make good choices. Choices. Make choices that, like Rocky, recognize the opportunity that's in front of you. His habits and his routines reflected what he needed to draw out of himself to live up to the opportunity that was in front of us. Opportunities demand change, a change of posture, a change of attitude, a change of mindset. Your habits, routines, and choices need to reflect the opportunities that are in front of you. And then the champion inside you will be released. We are all a result of our choices. They say, don't they, you are what you eat. Well, we are what we decide. We are all a result of our choices. We cannot, you cannot determine what happens to you. But you can determine what happens within you. You can determine your response 
says, make my body a slave. You're not ruled by your body. You are the master. And it is the slave. Take control of your body. Take control of your habits. Put them in alignment with the opportunities that you believe God calling you into. Or the business that you're building. Or the things that are in front of you. Make your habits in line with them. Discipline is a choice. Reading our Bibles is a choice. Going for a run in the morning is a choice. Praying whilst we're on that run, it is a choice. Why do we do it? We do it because discipline and training shapes the fighter in the fight. So what we put in is what we will see come out. Don't underestimate the, and despise the power of the everyday good choices that you make. 1% today, 1% tomorrow. 1% the next is 365% better this time next year. The power of the champion is in you. What is the small that you can decide on now? That when you get to this time next year, you're in a different space, able to operate in a different level of opportunity. Pay the price. Don't quit. That's what Rocky did. He lived in his opportunity. He lived up to it. And then he got in the mud, right? He's getting beat, Apollo is having him, he's up against the world champion, but he paid the price. Don't quit. Jesus did the same for us on his way to the cross. He was beaten, he was mocked, he was spat on, he was tormented. He was in pain like Rocky in those moments and he had every opportunity to call down the heavens, angels of armies to come and surround him with their wings, but he didn't. Why? Because he recognised the opportunity in front of him wasn't just for him, but it was for you. He recognized that the opportunity in front of him was for you and it was for me. It was for whole of mankind. It was the greatest opportunity. Jesus had so many opportunities to quit on the lead up to the cross. Rocky had so many opportunities to quit, but he didn't. Spoiler alert, if it isn't spoiled already, that we know that Rocky loses at the end. But there's a Rocky two. And a three and a four. And Jesus, in the natural sense, he lost as well. He died. What can you do from death? Nothing. They beat him. But we know that there's a day three. Come on, we know that there is a day three. He didn't give up. He didn't let it. He didn't quit. He paid the price so that we can be in freedom. Jesus, in the wilderness, tempted three times by the devil to quit. He didn't. Pilate presented him opportunities to quit, but he didn't. He could have escaped from Judas, brought the traitors to him, but he didn't. He could have taken himself off the cross, but he didn't. He paid the price. He didn't quit. Why? Because of the joy awaiting him. He endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Life will try to derail you from the champion that's within. But we need to keep our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates our faith and lean into him, knowing that he is the power that is within us. Every champion has a fight to win, an Apollo to overcome, a person to in desperate need of support, a business that needs to be fought for, a family contention. Pay the price, don't quit. The power of the champion is in you. His power is in you. 
when I first came to church, I was in bad shape. I hadn't been in church for a long time. And I came into church and I recognized an opportunity. An opportunity to receive life and life to the full. And it's comical. I literally remember it like it was a cartoon, like the good angel on one shoulder and the bad angel on the other going, go, don't go, leave, stay. And just sort of being caught in like this crossfire fight. And I stayed because I recognized the opportunity that was in front of me. I made the decisions to come to church. I made the choices to come. And out of my 1%, God is starting this journey where I've been given an amazing wife. We lead this amazing youth ministry. We're able to use our weaknesses and our lessons, not just for ourselves, but to wear them as scars so that we can say, guys, you don't want to go and do that. Look what, it hurts. You don't need to. And then we need to pay the price. Pay the price. What would it look like if we all lived in this? What would it look like if we all recognized our opportunities? We all made good decisions. We all paid the price and we didn't quit. We all have a responsibility to train without a fight lined up. What's our training life look like? Live ready, expecting, because God's got opportunities in your life, in your work, in your business, in your communities. Before we pray, I just want to share this scripture with you that is John, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will go and do even greater than these because I'm with the Father, even greater works than these. Jesus wants to partner with the champion within you to see miracles, to see the blind eyes open, to see lay men walk. The power of the champion is in you. God, I just pray for every single person right now that they will realize the opportunities that are in front of them, Lord. Lord, that they will have the confidence to make the 1% decisions to move towards what you're calling them to, God. God, we just pray for your spirit to fall on every single person. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this Audacious podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. We'd love for you to join us at one of our campuses, Manchester, Chester, or online every Sunday, 10 a.m. and 12 p.m.